Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Hey, it's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. And a little bit of breaking news in the world of amateur radio. I'm joined today by Steve W7UDI. We're going to try to unbox what we know and uh, things that we've heard without getting into um, too much speculation and that sort of thing. But there is a, a bit of a buzz going around about what happened on Friday, January 17th, 2020. And uh, to catch everyone up on what we know today, the ARRL Board of Directors voted to keep Rick Roderick, he's Kilo 5 United Romeo, as its president. However... And a bit of a, a surprise, I guess, if you're not um, a member of the league or you're not really paying too much attention to the league, perhaps you just you get it for the magazine. Uh, Howard Mickle, Whiskey Bravo 2 India Tango X-Ray, was not reelected as CEO, and that part of it has become the news of the weekend. And as we head into a new week, uh, Barry Shelley, November 1, Victor X-Ray Yankee, is the new interim CEO as a search committee will be looking for replacement. Uh, Steve, a lot of things have been going around, and uh, that's what came out of the league. And this is a personnel issue, so we probably cannot expect to hear what really went down. And I've uh, dug a little bit. I've got some sources and some source, source information, and uh, I will protect that. As uh, we go forward, just not to name anyone directly, we have 15 members voted. It is my understanding that the vote wasn't close. Uh, in other words, the board of directors did not find uh, Mickle suitable for the position. Uh, some of the other information that I've been able to gather, um, there's differences in philosophy and direction. That's a bit of a political pos position there. Um, he's a square peg, round hole type of thing. He was lacking some ideas. And get this one, Steve. Uh, my source tells me that he was interested in stopping publishing books. Now, I one of the things I really enjoy about the League is the fact that you can get the publications. Uh, however, he was uh, interested in stopping that, moving more of the um, uh, investment toward online learning, which I guess could be debated if that's, um, you know, needed. But I, I want to bring you in here, and I've been a member of the league since 2012 when I was first licensed. I believe uh, if I'm going to be someone who speaks about the league, I should at least uh, be someone who uh, is invested. We know that it's not a member-driven uh, you know, league. It's probably financially driven by its members, but it's not led is probably how I should say that by its members. 
Uh, Steve, uh, you are a member of the league. You've been licensed for a long time. Tell me about a little bit about your membership and how long maybe you've been uh, a member of the league. Uh, I've been a member, and and good morning, uh, Christian. Good morning, uh, sir. I'm trying to remember how long it's been uh, since I've been a member. It goes m- way, way back, and uh, and in the course of that, I became a life member because I believe in the in the league. I believe in the you know they represent us. Uh, as a whole to the FCC and uh, and around the ITU and and things like that. So um, I've been around uh, the league a while, not active in the behind the scenes, but just as a member and always just kind of keeping uh, an eye on what's going on, on the on what the league is going. And yes, and the league is um, is is basically driven by our directors, our fifteen directors that. Uh, that uh, take input from us, the members, and uh, and then direct the uh, CEO into uh, executing their wishes. And uh, from my viewpoint, and I'm just only speaking from my side, is it looks like that uh, there was just a you know difference in philosophy. The board wanted to go in one direction, and then he wanted to go in a different direction, and. Uh, Unfortunately, the board uh, for Michael's uh, uh, position—it's—it uh, was unfortunate for him because uh, he chose to go a different way, and and now uh, we have a new interim uh, CEO. Do you think? Uh, I mean, I guess getting back to as long as you've been a member of the league and you follow it along—I don't know how closely you do. I, I loosely follow it. Information like this comes about, and it becomes a buzz in the community. So I'm paying attention to that to see what they're fighting for of course i read the magazine um sometimes it can be a bit over my head but there are some things in there that i enjoy and i I hope they continue with that sort of thing it seems like the last two ceos at least the tenure has been short do you think that's a good thing or uh, a bad thing i kind of think it's uh it's a bad thing but on the other hand we've had a pretty dramatic change in the board and uh, so up till about 2016 we had Sumner uh, K1ZZ that was a longtime CEO and uh, and he retired and then uh, and then we had uh, Gallagher uh, NY2RF he came in uh, in April of uh, 2016 and and that was kind of the start of things were changing in the board I'd say uh, the membership wasn't really happy with the direction so and then Gallagher retired in 2018 and and then our the, the CFO uh, uh, Barry N1VXY uh, became the interim CEO until uh, until uh, WB2ITX became the CEO in August of uh, 2018 until just now and then Barry's back and uh, one VXY as the interim CEO so a lot has changed but we also have a you know pretty pretty major shift with the uh, with the with the board themselves so I think it just kind of follows along with that um, we've uh, been kind of watching it for the last few years and if you haven't seen the you know the the issues and I think a lot of it came to head with the uh, censure of Dick Norton was you had the uh, the board that was kind of like the good old boys as I put it and and trust me when I got into the into the hobby back in the 70s 
it was always, oh, yeah, it's whatever those guys are doing there in uh, Newington. It's uh, the league. It's all this. It's been kind of this good old boy thing. And things have changed. Um, we uh, People want the board to be more transparent and uh, more open. There's been calls for, you know, having people attend the meetings, and that's not a good – I don't think that works out well because that becomes disruptive and – and things like that. I would like to see maybe a, you know, a video feed or something of a board meeting, but, you know, that's pretty boring watching a board meeting and, and going from there. So I, I think between the, the change in the board and what their desires and wishes and then with the uh, CEO, I think it's just kind of natural that there's kind of a shakeup in there. Hopefully the, uh, the board, it can get stable and go on a path and go from there back to the books um i can see from yeah if we do it online we can keep it up current and everything but i i think getting away from publishing is a bad idea because let's say you're going to go out and set something up out in the middle of nowhere and you don't have internet access guess what you're not online you can't read the book but a book a piece of paper <laughs> It doesn't require batteries, doesn't require power. All you need is just, you know, even if it's in the middle of the night, candlelight, you can read it and uh, you can get the information there. So I think going away from publishing, you know, books themselves is a bad idea. Adding online, I think, is a good idea because there is uh, there's that option. And so, um, but, you know, the way I see it here is that the board had their directions our you know our last ceo had his thoughts on how to go the two clashed and unfortunately we're in the state where we're at right now looking for a new ceo it's interesting when we talk about the board members and you talk about the change because it there has clearly been a change in the board um i kind of wonder if that's something we need to explain we need to hear from these folks so i'm encouraging your our, the audience here to go and and talk to your section managers and the and the people who are on the board to see where they are on this and maybe even ask them how they voted. They may not give you a deep explanation. Of course, it it is a personnel issue and people will not speak deeply on personnel issues or you'll get sued. You can be sued in sort of a business structure. But I think of the fifteen members and the change that did come. I thought it was a a bit more of an incremental change. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out if this guy, Mickle, was, you know, too extreme for some of the um, established older guard members because it didn't seem like it was a complete turnover in the board. But some change was there and and better days were kind of we were feeling a hope for that. And, uh, you know, some change for sure. But the vote, I'm told, wasn't close. So this. This says that this guy's philosophy was extremely different, and I don't know in which way, but it would if the vote's not close, Steve, then this guy must have really been, uh, I mean, quite different or complacent. I don't know what it is, and I think all this stuff will come out, but uh, you get what I'm saying here? I, I, I don't think the change in the board was so drastic that that – you know, they put him in there. There's a change in the board, and the vote goes vastly in the other direction away from him. Yeah, and if it he, was a at, close vote, that's that's one thing. But like you said, it was. Uh, it sounds like it was a 
you know, pretty one-sided vote. And uh, so there's something going on there that uh, that the board and the uh, CEO are not seeing eye to eye. Be curious to see what they do in publishing because um, I always collect whatever book I don't have. You know, with my new membership, I don't know if you still get that as a lifetime membership uh, person holder that they give you like a yearly thing. But for me, I kind of re up year to year. And I find myself kicking myself, I don't know, and there's weeks and weeks of them kind of saying, hey, Christian, it's a time, it's time, buddy, six more weeks. You get. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. But it's always like, we'll give you a book. And not that that puts me over the top, but I take one, whatever I don't have. This year, I think I picked the uh, HF Digital Mode book, you know, and, and it's a book I haven't even cracked into it. But like you said, it's a it's a reference for me. It's in my library now. Mm-hmm. And I would think that uh, it's got to be a, a big earner for them uh, to have, you know, if you're if you and I are in publishing, you know, and we're in magazines that are like, you know, going out nationally into the world to the mainstream. Yeah, there's probably an argument that publications are just like newspapers. They're struggling. But uh, in this niche sort of um, hobby and service that we have, I think publishing is still really important. Oh yeah, I, I think it is, and um, and like you said, a lot of uh, publishing, you know, newspapers and uh, news journals are um, are struggling. They're uh, having a hard time staying afloat, and uh, and it's you know, a lot of people. You know, we all have our smartphones and this and that. And it's really easy to uh, to get in uh, and look look up a uh, an article and get online but that's assuming you have access to online and so there's uh but the convenience you have that convenience in your pocket and uh, that's that's the the struggle that every that you know that the major publishers are having but for us in the with uh, the niche markets whether it's you know amateur radio car magazines whatever it um I, I think they'll still be around. They'll struggle, uh, but I think they'll they'll stay around. And as far as uh, life membership, they already got my money. They're, they're they're good. They they have me for for the life. The only thing that that you get out of it, being a life member is a, is a plaque that you can hand on, you know hang on the wall and uh, signifying that you're a life member. And I think it's great that the uh, that the league offers incentives to stay in the hobby and. Uh, and have a, a book and uh, or some kind of publication to to help you stay within the league and and I think a lot of organizations do that just to kind of entice you to to be there and I don't think that's a problem I think that's you know part of doing business. I agree and I love it. I, it's about a twenty dollar book every year. I figure I get my uh, you know I get the magazine, the monthly magazine. It always comes on time. I get some sort of free book that can serve as a reference. I. I did buy an antenna book, and I'm telling you, Steve, uh, I mean, uh, Tim Duffy, K3LR, gave me my 2015 ARRL handbook because, you know, I was getting into HF, and uh, it's huge, man. And just holding that in your hand or the antenna book. Now, these things aren't, these books aren't cheap, but the antenna book, you don't have to buy it every year. I know I'm getting a, a bit of, but for me, if I was on the board and I heard the CEO say, I'd like to do away with, uh, you know, publications, I think we need to get out of that business. I think that's the point we're at. That's one really big strike. Uh, again, I don't know 
you know, uh, how much money it brings in. They give me a book every year. Uh, but if he was uh, thinking in that direction, but I'm also hearing some other things, and it's a good, it's a well-placed source. I have not checked QRZ. I don't know. I can't imagine the conversation that's going on there. Uh, that's another um, entity that I don't spend too much time with apart from the lookups, but maybe I'll read a little bit. I know you had something there. We can talk about that. But I'm hearing that uh, Mickle really wasn't an idea guy. He was getting some sort of um, you know ideas from the board, and they were trying to get him to push those out there through his editorials, um, and that he'd go to Hamfest and didn't have a lot to offer. Now, these these are well-placed sources, not speculation, uh, and I trust the sources uh, at the league that I'm hearing from. Uh, as you went through QRZ over the last couple of days, this came out on Friday. We're now doing this on Monday. Uh, anything pop out to you that seems uh, notable that's um, being talked about on QRZ? Well, I noticed on uh, QRZ there was uh, a lot of, you know, people were a little wound up, uh, so to speak, and about some of the editorials. And, and I personally... You know, I didn't care for the editorials that uh, here lately was uh, talking about, uh, you know, the business. And, 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 and as the CEO, he has the responsibility. There's people in, that work at the league that their livelihood count is, you know, dependent on, you know, decisions that he's making and, and, and what he's doing and implementing the, um, the board's uh, wishes. But... I was getting a little tired of having all the business uh, jargon and all this latest mumbo jumbo and uh, business geek speak, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, it was just I, when I pick up QST, I don't want to hear about uh, silos and vertical integration and this and that and what the latest uh, business uh, jargon is this is our hobby and this is uh, and the league is here to represent us for in the hobby and i yes there it is a business uh, from his perspective but i think that was rubbing the membership wrong and uh and a lot of people you know spoke out against it uh even non-members because you can down you know you can get on the ARRL website and see what the uh, CEO's uh, editorial was and uh, people cross-posted it if they, they didn't have it and uh, people were you know not happy with it and uh, and if you're trying to build up membership and you're already having non-members kind of getting a little tweaked over it it's I don't think it's a good idea I mean it's it's fine for you know maybe one uh, editorial like this is the way I see it and how I want to go but it just kind of kept going on and on and on. It's like, what does that have to do with the membership? What does that have to do with um, growing the, you know, the league and lost membership? You know, they just did a, uh, they raised the dues to $49 a year. And that, you know, ha always has an impact. You, you know, lose membership and, uh, and people are going, why am I want to pay $50 a year to get, um, uh, business geek speak from the CEO. What does that have to do with the hobby? I'm trying to. This is my hobby. I want to get away from the work environment, and and so that was for me was one of the things that just kind of irritated me. Um, and then you know looking at uh, what's going on, and uh, it's basically uh, you know there's a couple of you know the board members that uh, one for that likes to get out there and uh, you know 
and interact with everybody, which is great. I wish more of the board members would get on, you know, public forums and really interact. And uh, and it's a it's a great place for you as members and even non-members to kind of put in, uh, you know, suggestion and ideas. And uh, if and even though you're if you're a non-member, they're going to hear it. But if they hear enough of it and say, hey, you know what? Maybe we should start thinking about doing something like that. And if if they started implementing things, then maybe we can start bringing in more members. I mean, you know, AWR only represents about 20% of the ham population, you know, give or take. Yeah, it's uh, the numbers uh, can vary, but uh, roughly 20%. And, that, and that's no different than a lot of other, you know, organizations that, you know, uh, that are catering to, say, a, you know, a particular interest group. And uh, NRA comes up with <laughs> to mind. Uh, I think it's they represent maybe twenty percent of uh, of uh, gun owners, roughly. So uh, same thing. So I'm just using that as an example. And uh, so I, it's I personally was just kind of taken back on you know the direction that uh, Mickle was going, and uh, I just. Uh, wish he didn't go that and then there's other people that are talking about well you know he's not a contester he's not active on the air or this or that and in in the ideal world and this is just my opinion yeah we want a guy like tim duffy to be the ceo of uh of you know the arrl but that's not going to happen the man has a job he's do, you know taking care of dx engineering but a guy like that would be ideal but you know it's not going to happen uh, for someone to up and relocate and move to Connecticut uh, if they don't live in the in the Northeast, but uh, I, and personally, I would love to see someone that's more involved in the hobby by operating. I don't care if you're a DX or a contest or whatever. Just you know, get on the air and be out there. And, and uh, uh, K1ZZ Sumner, Dave Sumner was very active in the in the hobby, and uh, we kind of got spoiled with that and. The, and the last two is, you know, we didn't have that uh, that uh, active uh, CEO. Now, whether that uh, may, you know, makes the uh, uh, the you know, whether the okay, I'm just kind of losing train of thought here. Whether that's uh, what the board wanted, maybe at the time when these last two uh, board, uh, CEOs were elected. Okay, we don't need someone to be operating or be, you know, more public. Uh, facing we want someone to 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 go into the internals of the organization because i do recall the uh, league having some issues internally and financial issues that uh, maybe these last two guys brought it around and got it going straight and got them back on the the right track and now we need a new ceo to kind of you know bring it bring it all together so i don't know it's not there it's just i'm out here in the cheap seats and just kind of viewing from afar yeah, and there's so much there that needs to just be unpacked that you said, and um, I think you said it really well there for sure. We certainly need someone who can manage the organization and someone who understands ham radio. Now, he may understand some aspects of it, but the idea that he was, you know, just this wasn't sort of like, hey, guys, I'm going to step down in January. Uh, it's been a good year. But, you know, I've got some other things to do. This is definitely a vote that seems contentious. And um, he was just not very popular with the board of directors. Now, I wonder with people, 
you know, we don't like change. I mean, people don't like change. I wonder if he was just complacent, not moving to make change, or he was trying to change too much. This will probably come out, you know, if he was just totally rogue and trying to make things happen. But I'm getting the impression that Mickle wasn't really coming up with a whole lot of anything on his own seems to be what's happening. So I, I, I just can't gauge yet what sort of change the league and their board is looking for and what, you know. But also you mentioned about the 15 board members who represent the people. These are the guys and girls that we need to get to know a little bit better. Sometimes I get things in the mail and it's like, here, vote for your section manager out here in Missouri. It's this guy and this guy. Now, I don't know. Whoever's going to send me their card and says, you know, I believe in this and I believe in that. And we're going to make, you know, it's all just talk. I, and I'm supposed to vote for the person. Then I feel compelled that I, I need to vote. I should vote. What am I voting on? You know, what am I choosing the best haircut? I don't really know these people. And Missouri's a huge state. This is a big, you know, it's a big area out here. So when, the, but the election, somehow we have to figure out how to get a little more engaged um, with the people who are leading us, because that's our seat at that table. Of the 15, that's the seat at the table. And uh, because our money doesn't seem to get it done, Steve, we can give the 50 bucks a year and we don't have a vote. Our vote has to come through these representatives. It's kind of like politics, but it's also, you know, the, this business thing. It's, it's almost like a corporation uh, that is supported by members who don't have necessarily a vote except if you get to know the people running for the office. And that's where us as hams, we need to figure this out a little bit better. Getting a card in the mail saying, you know, Joe Blow and uh, and then Tony, the other guy, these are the two running. Go ahead and pick one and send this back. We'll count the votes and let you know. I mean, that, you know, this is kind of like, I'm not trying to get into the politics of thing, but that's kind of how our political system is going too. It's just... We don't know enough about the people who are representing us, and that's the seat at the table. And then the people who are at the fifth, you got me ranting in here, Steve. The 15 people who are representing us need to know the people they're representing. That's the only. And my other point on this I listen to a lot of radio, a lot of HF radio. You hear plenty of politics either for, against, left or right, down the middle, whatever, tons of it. Everybody's talking to their friends about all the same crap they all believe in. I could count on one hand how many times I've heard a conversation about the league. I mean, I don't hear it. There's no buzz on the air as far as I'm concerned. I consider myself a really active listener, and I'm on the air. And maybe, uh, and I want to get your perception of this too, but people just don't seem to care, Steve. It's just like, eh, that, it's uh, the same old thing. They dropped the code back in whenever, and uh, next thing you know, all these people got in. They've really done, and it, they're done with it. They're done with it. So maybe this is a, a show all about nothing, <laughs> or it's something, but it really is the state of where we are today. And on the air, I don't hear it. I'll, let me let me uh, gracefully just back away from this microphone and, and stop talking and, and you pick it up, anything that popped out. And uh, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I haven't heard really anyone talk too much about uh, the the league on the air. Uh, 
it, you see it more in the in the forums. Uh, you'll see it on uh, QRZ. Um, there was a uh, there was a group called My A Voice. Uh, they started off as a web page uh, a few years back, and then they got a a Facebook page that's uh, wide open that uh, anybody you don't have to uh, to join the group or anything, and uh, they're pretty vocal about it and. Um, and they'll talk about you know what's going on in the league, and then you have you know the the AWRL haters, and uh, and they're you know it doesn't matter what the league does, they're going to hate them no matter what. And uh, so you you got you know the ones that support it, and most of the people that are you know that are supportive of the league and what they're doing, they uh, they're, they're they stay fairly quiet, and uh, they'll they'll come out and you know defend the league and then you got the haters that just are spewing out uh, anything and everything and and i think kind of muddying up the waters on a personal point and uh but you know they it, it's good to hear from them and uh hear you know some of them have some valid points and and uh and that's and that's good but as far as on the air you don't hate it, it i mean you don't hear it <laughs> And uh, and like our you know current system, but the, the sad part is is when you look at the uh, at at the votes for directors, and um, so every year there's a vote for approximately one th- you know basically one third of the uh, of the directors. So uh, uh, so there's 15 uh, board members each year. There's five divisions that are up for vote, and. Um, and I think in this last round we had two brand new directors and three that got reelected. So, um, but so every three years uh, uh, the board member comes around and is is up for vote. And for uh, for us here in the Pacific Northwest, stars uh, came up uh, last year. Or was, uh, yeah, it was last year. So it's their second year into it. And um, and I knew my last. Uh, director uh, Jim Pace um, is personal friend of my father-in-law and uh, I got to know Jim very well uh, Jim and I've had you know some discussions I didn't like some of the direction he went and, and stuff and I let him know and uh, and he took it uh, for what it was and then you know still kind of went uh, in the direction that he thought was best and uh, so as a member you know you get out there and you you tell them what you feel how you feel and uh and what you would like to see because this is a membership driven uh organization and, and yes it's a business uh for the folks that are working in the at the league you know at the headquarters and they, and they're doing a great job so you know this is uh not any, this is not bad any reflection of bad on the on the people that work there it's uh they're doing a great job every time i've interacted with headquarters which has only been a few times. It's been top notch. Just super great people, and I've met them over at Dayton and things like that. Just excellent, excellent people. So, this is just you know at the at the top and in a direction of where we're going. And uh, so, if you're not a member, think about it. Get in there and make your voice known, and uh, and get out there. Be part of the solution. Don't be part of the problem. And uh, this is growing pains. We'll we'll get through it like everything else, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully come out a, a stronger AWRL with a, a new CEO. But we'll see how it goes, and and uh, we'll just you know we can speculate on what's going on. But we have 15 plus people that were in the board meeting, including the um, the vice directors, and 
and they're you know they have a big choice to make and uh we need to you know leave it up to them we we elected them to represent us and uh we need to give them the latitude and the uh and let them do their job and you know what if we don't think they're doing the the job that we want them to do then guess what you know when their turn comes up for re-election we can uh find somebody else and and that's just the way the process works I want to echo what you said about the workers at the ARRL. It is definitely not uh, any of this aimed at the workers who are there keeping things going. Um, and also, again, to to get to know these people that we're sending uh, to, uh, to Newington and uh, find out, talk to them. I, I'm curious. There's a ham fest in town this weekend. Um, Howard Mickle was uh, scheduled to present. Uh, that's not going to happen now. Uh, but there should be some people around, um, you know, section managers. Find out how they voted, where they are. Let them know what you think when you talk to people at the Hamfest. Ask them questions. Let them know what you think because they should take that message back to Connecticut uh, on your behalf. So there's hope for me that things will change in a positive direction. I'm hopeful. I continue to be a member, um, but we have to get engaged if you want. You know, we're always in a reactionary, oh, the CEO just was voted out. You know, I don't, I, you know, I'm guilty of not knowing the, the people on the board. They're listed there in the uh, the magazine every month, so you can find out. But be engaged, and then maybe they'll represent the people a little bit better. At least they'll know the people paying the money. Uh, you know, that's your voice. That's your voice right there is that person that you send to Connecticut. Okay. I guess exactly. it's a good time. Can I add one more thing? Yeah, yeah, so sure. When you do, and this is for everyone, if you do um, come across your director for your division, be respectful. Uh, tell them, you know, what you feel, how you feel things are, are, are going. But remember, these guys don't get paid, the guys and gals. They they volunteer their time to be the director. So um, be respectful for them and uh, give them, you know, common courtesy. I hate to say this, but you know we have a lot of discourse in the in the country, and let's keep it out of our hobby here. So uh, yeah, be respectful to the uh, director as you convey your ideas, and uh, and you'll be surprised how far it may go. And uh, and and thank them for their for what they're doing because it's a thankless job uh, being a director. And frankly, they went one step in caring more than we did. I mean, they're actually engaged in playing in the game. So yeah, mm -hmm. uh, great point there. Uh, so I guess it's a good time for us to announce that we are both running for the office. Of, I guess not. No, nope. <laughs> time's up. We didn't have enough time. We didn't we didn't get organized enough. But uh, thanks for. Uh, uh, talking about that, Steve. It, it's important stuff, and I think people just were in a reactionary position. We're hearing the news, and it's just sort of, ah, the league screwed up. But we could actually make a difference, and I think we laid out some points today. All the stuff that I think uh, Mr. Mickle is going to fade away. It's not going to be a big thing. They're not going to talk about it. Oh, you may get some sidebar conversations at a ham fest about it, but it's done. It's done. It's over. The why of it, we know a little bit more. I, I told you what my sources say, um, but it's done. It's over. So where do we go next? Keep an eye on that. And and that's about all we can do besides talking to our officials or the people that are running. That's when I need to get involved, Steve, is when I find out these people who are interested in going there, replacing the old one 
with a new one. What's the difference? What do you got to add? What are you going to fight for? You know, what we got to get engaged a little bit. That's where the hope is. That's where the hope is, kind of down in the middle. And as yeah, they go up the, to vote, uh, when the director's coming up for re-election, or the or there's uh, you know new people that want to become director, engage them. They're, they're going to be out at the ham fest. They're going to be at the conventions. Um, they're going to be making the rounds to uh, club meetings. Even if you're not a member of a club, if a if a board member is uh, coming into a, a local club, go there. At, get engaged with the uh, with the candidates and uh, make them earn that position. Uh, so our our latest one that we had here uh, in the Northwest, uh, he he hit me up at uh, Seaside one one year, and uh, he saw my uh, AWRL life badge and came up to me and, uh, and made his case to why he should become the director. And uh, him and I had a, uh, a nice discussion, uh, well, fifteen twenty minutes, and. Uh, I uh, got to hear what his philosophy was, and then uh, I, you know, told him what what I like to see and in, in, uh, in a board member, and and so, and then the uh, can the other candidate didn't even bother; uh, they didn't want to engage or anything like that. So uh, get out there and engage, and uh, and pick the person that you think will best represent you, and that's what it's all about. Now, we've got some exciting news happening as we transition away from this league stuff. We'll have an eye on that or an ear on that and see what's happening. We'll watch the boards. We'll talk about it again if we need to. I don't want to beat a dead horse over it. This has been a nice long conversation. Uh, two fellas just uh, sharing some information. You know, I don't want to beat up the league. I'm not going to beat them up. I want to I want to see what they're doing. I'm curious about some of the answers, and we'll find it. Time will tell. Uh, but... Uh, Something exciting is happening this weekend. Steve is our net control manager for the 100 Watson Wire Sunday evening net. We've got a special guest joining us on Sunday, which I'm really excited about. Do you want to make that announcement, Steve? Oh, thanks. Uh, so we're going to have Amanda, K1DDN. Amanda is a one of the show hosts on Ham Nation, and she's going to join us this Sunday. She's going to be our uh, guest net control, the 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 usual cadre of uh, net controllers uh, we're just going to operate as relays and just kind of help her uh, get along and uh, but uh, come out join us if you don't have a wire if you don't have a wire antenna up for 80 meters get something up even if it's just you know putting wire along your fence line uh, just get some uh, wire make a simple dipole and get an antenna up it doesn't matter you join us here uh, this coming sunday and uh, and get checked in and uh, and visit with uh, Amanda K1DDN. She is such a solid op, and I met her, you know, back when I was doing some stuff with uh, Ham Nation many years ago now. And we just call each other. It's brother sister, brother sister. And she's also engaged in the emergency communications out there in Colorado. She's a uh, a really strong op and she's fun to listen to. She'll drop a gallon into the into the system and she'll work ops and, and it'll be interesting to see which direction she takes this because you know she'll she'll run for an hour or until she gets tired of it or whatever. And um it'll be will she bang them out in that contest way or will she uh she'll pull back and uh, have a little bit of a conversation. We have a mixture of this sort of thing in our net because I, I consider it a casual net. 
we spread out a little bit. We've got uh, operators in Maine and in Georgia and Missouri and in Washington State. So we cover the United States. And uh, and we all have a little bit of a different style, you know. Some are to kind of get you checked in and move on, and depending on the conditions, I guess that'll be a big part of this. But Amanda's a really efficient um, operator, so I'm curious to see how she'll approach this. And it seems like in the last couple of months, she's uh, she's talking about how she's been on the air more, and she's just got to do it. And, you know, so that's kind of exciting for me, too. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, she joined me one night, uh, a Wednesday night. Uh, I was doing the uh, Ham Nation after show net, and then here comes Amanda, and uh, and out of the blue, I said, "Hey, you want to start taking some check-ins with me?" And uh, she just picked up on it and uh, just had a little chat uh, with everybody. Wanted to find out how everyone's doing, and uh, so it might be it might be that, or it might be you know, bang, bang, bang. We're just going to leave it up to Amanda how she wants to to go with it and uh, yeah each one of us has a little bit of a different style i kind of get a little chatty with uh, with folks and want to uh, just find out how their day is going and or their week and uh, others uh and myself we've at times have gone in okay we're just working numbers let's get people checked in and uh go from there so uh each week it's a a different uh a different environment that we're dealing with uh, whether with conditions or or who's checking in and uh and sometimes i get chatty and sometimes i don't and we'll see how amanda will will take it and we'll run with it but uh, by all means uh, please come and join us on uh, uh this sunday night uh, we'd love to have a great uh, turnout so uh amanda will have uh, many folks to to chat with and uh and come out and do ham radio with us on sunday nights I think we'll shoot for uh, 3902 has been a pretty good spot for us. We got hammered a little bit uh, in the last net for just a little while. It was sort of search and rescue, and I think those sort of conditions will uh, contribute to. Is it a short conversation? Is it we're going to open it up a little bit? Sometimes we got people waiting, and if the conditions are tough, we're just uh, search and rescue. We're trying to pull anybody out that we can. It's a lot of fun. But Sunday night, 7 o'clock Central Time, uh, listen around 3902, and um, we'll post it on the Facebook group as well. But that's where we've been. Uh, fortunately, you came up with that frequency, I think, and it's been it's been open. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it'll it'll close lucky. now that it's I said something. Five meters is a is a tough band to kind of find a spot where you can kind of hang out. There's a lot of groups, a lot of nets uh, that get together, and there have been on one particular frequency at a particular time, and uh, it's trying to find a spot that works out and uh yeah sunday got really challenging uh with some uh, fellas that were down on uh, 3900 and that's just the way it is and we got to overcome it and uh, go from there we also uh, use netlogger so if you uh, want to follow along uh just uh, bring up netlogger it's a, a web-based uh, logging system that we use uh, mainly between us the net control but uh, you can follow along and go from there uh, mind you, we don't use NetLogger as a check-in, so we got folks that uh, will uh, try to check in through the AIM. There's an instant messaging uh, feature of NetLogger. No, we we prefer that you get on the air. We want to work you on the air. Uh, NetLogger is just kind of a, a convenience. It shows you what's going on, and there's uh, with the AIM, we get a chance to you know send messages back and forth, and uh, it's. Uh, 
nice to you know get some of the reports oh we're not hearing the net control here or i'm not hearing it very well but i heard you know someone else and we'll tell them to you know hang tight we'll we'll get to you and things like that but uh if you're expecting net logger to be where i can just you know n1xyz comes up and say i'm checking in no we don't uh, we don't use it that way some nets might use it that way uh We'll try to go more the traditional, uh, I want to hear you on the air, and I'll do as much as I can to pull you out and uh, get you on the log. So, uh, so and we all we, that. We also pause for mobiles and uh, QRP. I mean, uh, we have a regular check-in. I'm, I'm spacing on the call right now, but 10 watts in a man pack or 25 watts, and maybe it's in Florida. You know what I mean. But, uh, I mean, we'll pause. We'll, we'll call for DX. We'll call for mobiles. We'll call for uh, YLs or new licensed generals will take that time and uh for me uh we we do we do a mix of everything here but i like going after those weak signals first i'll acknowledge the big ones and ask them to stand by but call the troops uh, on deck and just see if we can pull out that light signal so give it a shot we don't we don't want to just do a digital type of check-in we'll, we'll pause move aside for you and with the relays and the net controls we have we have a pretty good chance of hearing you it's amazing. I'll listen to you and I'll listen to Ian in Maine or Ian down in Georgia. We've got a couple of Ians that, that are working with us and they're hearing things that I'm not hearing. Like, and I hear you work out on the West Coast. I'll hear you just fine, but you're working stations. I don't even hear these guys. And so the propagation, you know, it, it's, a, it's an amazing hobby that we have here and propagation plays such an important you can throw a thousand watts into the wind and if it's not there for you you're not gonna make it no so yeah no it's been fun and then if you are running qrp and just throw out your that uh, your qrp i uh, try to listen and uh, hear those uh, those three little letters qrp and if i if i hear that or mobile i'll uh, i'll try to get to you first i've worked a number of guys uh uh, mobile 75 meters i'm still amazed uh that people are running uh, 75 meter mobiles and uh it's just been fantastic so any antenna doesn't matter just get something up uh, no uh, any wire up in the air is better than no wire and uh come and join us on uh, sunday evenings the misconception of our net is that you only can run 100 watts in a wire and everybody is welcome you can put you know five watts legal limit whatever you want to do yagis also whatever you want is cool but yeah like steve's saying like this week we have a special guest net control just try something just try something for uh, 80 meters and let's see what we can do doesn't matter how it looks as long as you don't get kicked out of your home just put it up there like steve said run it on the fence run it on the load up the gutters <laughs> yep It'll be fun. All right, Steve, thank you. Have a great week and uh, appreciate all your insight into this. It's always good having somebody that's been around and, and watching things, been involved in the league to, to, to see where we are. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm always reactionary uh, or at least getting my information that way. So I'm, I'm working harder to get on the, the front side of the information. So I appreciate your input and uh, we'll do this again. We've got some topics that we need to come back to. This was more of a special report, plus the announcement of Amanda K1DDN joining us Sunday evening, seven o'clock central. Uh, anything else, Steve? Did we miss anything? No, I think we're good for now. Yeah. Good for now. And so it was. All right, friends, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. Mm -hmm.
To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.